Welcome to Black Talk Radio, hosted by Kristen Ayana. Listen as we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Kristen Ayana, and welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. Now, I'm super duper excited because we got a special guest in the building today. Demir, what's up? How you feeling? So first things first, can you tell everybody, of course, where you're from Mm -hmm. and what made you start getting into music? Um, I'm from Patterson, New Jersey. Okay, wait, pause, because we love that. Like, I don't get a lot of Jersey people. Oh, yeah. And I'm from Jersey, too. Big Jersey, nigga. Period. um, I'm from Patterson, New Jersey. Um, Mm -hmm. Got me into music. Like, I grew up, I, mean, I hate telling that story, but, like, I grew up in church, so it's like, uh, my mom was a, she sung in church, my grandmother was a pastor, my grandfather was a pastor, my grandmother used to make me and my brother, <coughs> used to make us get up, sing um, Mary Mary yesterday all the time, right before she had preached. Really? So, like, I've been singing since I was a kid. Now, when you were younger singing in church, like? And you had to do this. Were you like excited about it, or you were just like, "Oh boy"? Sometimes, but I was like more nervous. Mm. But I didn't have to be as nervous because I wasn't the star. Oh, my brother was the star. Really? Double R. You don't know what double R is, right? My <laughs> brother, he's you go to like you feel me? He he got it, but mm-hmm. you feel me? I was the background. You feel me? I was Michelle. Not the Michelle. That's all right. Now, Michelle's still somebody. I'm still somebody. You Period. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? That nigga was Beyonce. <laughs> nah, that's hilarious. I love that. So, but honestly, I think that's, it's so crazy how, like, as we're younger and we do things, mm-hmm. sometimes in life, we don't even realize, like, the impact that it will have or, like, how it will affect us in adulthood. So, mm-hmm. I think that's honestly dope that you had that experience no, and, you know, no. you were introduced to music at, you know, such a young age. It was church mm-hmm. with my grandmother and then, like, I remember going on a road trip with my family. My um, my uncle, he introduced me to, like, the Prince album, Musicology. Mm. Musicology and Anthony Hamilton's album had just came out around that time. That was 2004, 2005. Ruben Stutter. This is ah. sorry for 2004. <laughs> we rode the whole, uh, the road trip. Mm-hmm. Every time... Call my name or come on, I'll be sleep. Then call my name, come on, I'll wake up singing this shit. That's like that was like one of my earliest memories of music, mm. like knowing I love music or Charlene. Like I'll wake up mid sleep. Woke up this morning, family. <laughs> no, that's that that was about it for real. Oh, I love that. I love that you were able to share that with us. And I think those are great memories and again like I feel like in life you just always know when something's for you. Mm-hmm. Like especially at a young age that you can literally just feel it. So, I know you mentioned that you are from Patterson, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, what it was like growing up there and how you think, like, that affected who you are today? Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 um nah, you know, Patterson is, like, a, a very uh, special place, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, as far as it affected me, it's like, I'm going to just be blunt. Like, it's just a jungle and, like, you got to adapt to your environment. If mm-hmm. you don't adapt to your environment, you know, you're left... Leave it at that. Okay. Now, what would you say are ways that you like try to adapt or have adapted? Oh, you know, I just try to stay positive. You feel me? Moving in the right direction. Do what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, staying out of trouble. 
Okay, we love we love that. <laughs> Staying out of trouble is very important. So, and I think whoever's watching this right now, if you don't take nothing else from this interview, stay out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Stay <laughs> out of trouble. You'll be, you'll be good. Now, the Jersey music scene is like really going crazy right now. Um, club music, yeah. Club music, mm-hmm. rappers, but we don't really see like that much R and B. So I'm really, you know, excited that you're here today, so we can really dig into that and talk about that. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as like, you know, just the Jersey music scene overall, like, what is your POV on it? Um, you know, what are some things that you like, dislike? Um, I like I just really don't like that everybody sound like like everybody is copying. I feel like Jersey as a whole, mm-hmm. and I ain't trying to shit on my peers, but. <laughs> A lot of people like they y'all sound like somebody else. There's mm, no like originality. Reality. There's no creativity in what's going on. That's why like hip hop as a whole is microwave music. It's hot. Yo, now. We, me and my intern, we were just talking about that like before you came today. It's hot right now. Like it, then it'll cool off real fast. And then now you got to put another artist in the microwave. R and B more like you feel me. R and B and I feel like other genres. Period. It's like soul food or like good home cooked food like you feel yeah. me it take a while to process and it take mm-hmm. a while for the masses to get on but once you're on it it's like oh this is this dope like you feel me so that's that i mean and again as far as the music scene and my peers <laughs> step y'all game up man. i'm like dead dead ass like fuck i don't care honestly i can like agree to that um i feel like the issue for me with the like the rap and the hip hop is like no one is really like standing out mm-hmm. and I'm a okay so I'm a really big on like underground I'm putting this in quotations underground artists mm-hmm. um and for me it's like when I look at the R and B underground and like the hip hop underground I'm more so always moved by the R and B there's so substance. many there's so many like R and B artists that I listen to that like. Yo, I could tell you a bunch of people right now, like, they probably have, like, 2,000 followers, mm. but their music is so good, and, you know, it's worth the listen. We're in rap and hip-hop, like, I really don't see that, and I do feel like it's and it's oversaturated, over, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> over-sat- the words right out your mouth. <laughs> it's mad oversaturated, like, everybody and their mother trying to rap, and... It used to be like people partook in music is because, or people partook in the arts period is mm-hmm. because it's what they love to do. It was a love mm. and it was a passion for it. Now motherfuckers are trying to rap to get a bag. And it's like, you could tell you don't love this shit. Like, you yeah. don't, there's no art within your art. And I think f- those are the people that fade out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but also I want to talk about like the Jersey club scene because <laughs> as we know, like that has gone crazy. Shout out to them, too, because, like, I remember that. Like, I was mm-hmm. in high school when that, I mean, that's 10 plus years ago. Like, I was in high school when, like. What's the, your favorite Jersey Club song? I don't have one. I ain't gonna, <laughs> No disrespect. I respect the Jersey Club. You know, I'll never forget one time. I'm driving, and I seen one of my mans. Like, you feel me? He was, like, in that uh-huh. scene or whatever the case. And I seen him, like, yo, what's good? Where you going? You need a ride? Like, yeah, I'm going to the college. And I'm like, all right, yeah, get in. Mm-hmm. He go. He, you feel me? It's, it's, it's tight, awkward, or whatever. I'm like, yo, you put your music on if yeah. you want. He was like, yo, you sure? Like, he was like, I don't know if you want to listen to what I listen. I'm like, man, I listen to everything. Man, go ahead. He said, I plugged his music up and started playing nothing but Jersey Club music the whole way. I was sick, bro. That yeah, that's insane. Last time I ever let somebody take the aux for me. Like, you got to be certified. But 
I ain't really like the club. Mm. Like I, I, I respect it because right. I understand like that's like it's more for like the dancers and yeah, like, that's yeah, an yeah. art in itself. Like, right, the same right. way rap and singing is. I can't get jiggy with all that. <laughs> I can't do that. Honestly, I feel like I feel like I enjoyed it. Of course, when I was younger, like again, I'm not going you know in my car and plugging that up and listening to that either. But my- what I will say is kind of crazy though how we do see like. Jersey, like yo, there's people singing over club beats now. I mean, rapping. Nah, I, I, yeah, listen. <laughs> like that's bad music, man. <laughs> yeah, like so it's just crazy to see like the the evolution. But I kind of also hate the fact that like we don't really get the credit for it. I know they, a lot of people giving it to Philly, Philly, and it's like it's alright, bro. You feel me? We've been doing this though. Like we've really been doing this like fifteen, yeah, ten years strong. Like Philly just. Oh, I guess it's daytime. It's whatever. It's okay. We ain't about to start no Philly versus Jersey <laughs> beef. Nah, they playing. It's not. It's not even worth it. <clears throat> so now, of course, you want to get into your music. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about your song, "The Ugly Truth." Um, I really like it. I saw the music video. It was mad creative. You had mm-hmm. like the dolls and stuff. Yeah. So can you can you just like walk us through like what you were feeling when you created that song and like even the music video as well? Um, the song it was like random as hell. Like mm-hmm. I just found the beat. I I went to L.A. and then when I came back from L.A., I'm like, yo, man, I want to do pop music, like. <laughs> Nigga, I live in the hood. Like, I'm, like, you feel me? Like, my mannerisms is not pop music, but I was on some shit. I mean, I want to do pop music. I was listening to Harry Styles. Uh, Harry Styles. My what's boy. that song? Um, Which one? I'll give you all of them. As You Are. It's really good. Oh, what? Watermelon? I, this, I, don't get me started, but boom. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, yo, I want to try pop music. So I just started, like, looking up mad pop beats or whatever the mm-hmm. kids. Then I found that one, and then I just. The way I get in the booth, like, I just hum a melody that don't work. I go try again. Mm-hmm. It's stuck. Oh, yo, I think I said something right here. Like, the whole time I'm doing is mumbling. Mm. I say, I, I heard something right there. Then I just go back. I wrote that song for, like, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. No, nah, it don't It don't be taking me long to, like, really come up with shit. But I wrote that song. <coughs> excuse me. I wrote that song about 15 minutes. And then, like, I was fucking with it. Like, I, I had that song for, like, a good eight months before I did anything with it. Mm, and wow. then, like, as far as the video, I just, like, had the idea. Like, I, I used to watch a lot of Robot Chicken when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, late <laughs> night. So, it was like, I'm like, yo, this would kind of be, like, a dope-ass video. Like, I like animation. Like, uh, I, after okay. I'm done with music, I kind of want to get into TV and film. Oh. So, yeah, like, as an actor, producer, shit like that. Oh, that's dope. I feel like I could produce some great TV, like some cutting edge. I actually really see that. I feel like you're very, like, creative and you have, like, a fun mind. Mm -hmm. So I think those that makes great for TV. Nah, big time. Yeah. (laughs) But that's dope. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing that. Now, you mentioned that you recorded the song, but then, like, you took, like, you didn't release it till what, like, eight Eight months months later? Eight months later, yeah. So, and you also mentioned earlier that you have, like, you know, a lot of music in the cut. Yeah. So as an artist, <laughs> you know, how do you deal with like deciding when to release, what to release, and like how is that process for you? I think a lot of um, I think a lot of artists or like a lot of creators could like agree with me when, mm-hmm. like, if you're an artist or like if you partake in like any artistry, like you got this perfectionist about you, like mm-hmm. where you like 
I don't want to drop it until it's like perfect or like so like that was my process with that song and a whole bunch of other <laughs> songs. I done scraped like three projects. I don't like announcing projects no more because if mm. I announce it prematurely, <laughs> don't follow through with it because I feel like no, it ain't perfect. <clears throat> so like I'm just in the process That's of like weeding everything out. Whatever comes comes, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of music like just sitting on a lot of music. Um, yeah. When the time is right. When the time is right, that's when it comes. Like that's and I don't know when the time is right. Like it's just it's spontaneous with me. Ah, right, you know what? This is good enough. Let's drop it. Like What does your team feel about that? Because that I feel like from a manager <laughs> perspective. Um, I just got my team. Like I just like formulated like a, a beautiful team. Like mm-hmm. I got great people on my side, but mm-hmm. even with that, like they still be on some shit. Like, nah, you like you gotta get this shit together. Like my operations manager, she said, "No, this is shit." Like, yeah, I gotta get this shit together. <laughs> she put her foot down. Nah, yeah, she's not playing. So no, like... but I love that you mentioned. You know, like you have a team. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of talk to us a little bit about that and like how it was formed? Because I know for a lot of artists, independent artists, finding a team, having a team that's is honestly something that's rare. Mm-hmm. So can you just talk to us about that? Um, well, like thankfully, like for me, I, I'm. I don't know, I'm a likable person, but on, on top of being a likable person, I'm a real person, and then, mm-hmm. like, people just gravitate towards that, and then, like, my family, like, my, my cousins, like, they was on some shit, like, oh, no, like, I'll do anything to help you, like, you feel me? Mm. Just, I, aside from being my cousin, like, you feel me, I believe in what you're doing, and then, like, my my day-to-day manager, uh, Vita, like, he just came out of nowhere one time, like, he's like, yo, nah, like, I fuck with what you got going on, I support you, like, Whatever I could do to help you out. Like, That's I, good. I definitely, nigga, I need mm-hmm. that. You feel me? And taking on everything by myself, like, you feel me? It, it, like, it was a blessing for somebody to come and say, yo, I see what you're doing. I, I fuck with what you're doing. Right. Any way I can help, like, let me do that. And, like, you feel me? You deal with pride or whatever, taking hands of help. Yeah. But it's like, it's, like I said, it's a blessing. It's definitely a blessing. I love that. And I also feel like it's um, when they came to you, like, it was genuine. No, 100%. Because I feel like that's really important, like, especially in... I don't gravitate towards it. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't be fucking with everybody because right. people got hidden agendas and everything else. It's like, I, I stay to myself before I start fucking with people. And I bang my head until I figure it out by myself. Yeah, no, I definitely feel you. And especially just being in, like, music and entertainment, um, you know, dealing with people can be challenging. So I feel like a part of your team is also to protect you as an artist. I feel like once you have a team, that gives you the space to just create. Mm -hmm. And you really don't have to deal with a lot of the bullshit, for lack of a better word, (laughs) that the industry comes with. So I think that's amazing for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Now, you know, just with being an artist, what would you say has been, like, your favorite thing so far within your career? Um... Just, like, the simple fact, like, I could do what I love, like, yeah. as a career. Like, my first my first show, I got paid off. Like, it was probably, like, $200, $300. Like, I was mm-hmm. still on something. Like, nigga, what? Like, right. somebody work a whole McDonald's <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, that's, for come $300. on. $300. All I had to do was get up there and do what I love to do. Like, I yeah. had to sing, and I got a free $300. Man, y'all crazy as hell. We keep doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Like, that, that's how I feel about this. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that I could wake up do what I love, like, be known for what I love to do, like, mm-hmm. even though I'm not, I'll be there, but, like, I'm not no big mega superstar artist, but 
Like, just the simple fact, like, 10 people know me. Oh, that's Demir. He sings. Like, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Right, definitely. So. Now, you mentioned performing. I always like to ask my artists, like, because every artist that comes in here, for the most part, they love it. Um, but I always like to know, like, what does it feel like? Because some people have literally told me that, like, they black out. That it's like an outer body experience. So what be happening on that stage? I'll be nervous. I'm dead. Like, I'll be nervous. But that's how I know I care about what I'm doing. Mm. Because I'm nervous. And I'm nervous not because I, well, I do be thinking like, yo, we about to fuck up. I be thinking I'm fucking up. But I just be nervous because I care about how it's going to go. I care about going out and performing in front of whoever I'm performing in front of. I want to make sure, like, y'all look at that and y'all say, damn, yo, that little nigga nice. You know what I mean? Some shit like that. Like, yo, he good. Like, that's that's why I like I be nervous. I don't black out though. Like once I hit that first note, mm-hmm. and then I see that first person go, Oh, I got this. You feel me? Like, and then my, my favorite thing about performing too, like motherfuckers will look at me and they think I'm about to get up there and rap. Rap. Uh... <laughs> they think I'm about to get up there and do some bullshit. Oh, here go another rap. <laughs> first note come out. Yeah, the mic is on. Yeah, nah, yeah, big facts. The mic be on. You know what I mean? But that's that's really it. Like that's that's what I love about Mm -hmm. performing, and that's what I love about this. I definitely love that. Yeah, that's dope. And honestly, I think that's really cool that people expect you to be a certain way, but you're not. Because to me, that makes people more interested. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, huh? Yeah, you feel me? If y'all see my image first, y'all gonna think, oh, there you go, this rapping ass nigga. But then. Ha, ha, ha. Then start singing. <laughs> yeah. Now, a lot of your songs um talk about love. Mm-hmm. Talk about girls, talk about <laughs> So I have to ask you. Sorry. Mm-hmm, no, go ahead. Oh yeah, you know, got gotta stay hot. Y'all know we got all the snacks in the water in the Big studio, snacks. Nah, so. she's good at her job. Like, she good, she listening. Man, this I call you. This Thank I call you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Now we know a lot of your music deals with love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're really open about that. I had to ask you, you know, thinking about where you started, like, when you first started writing music oh. to now, mm-hmm. and just, like, talking about love, like, were you ever nervous, like, scared? Because, you know, that's, like, such a vulnerable topic. Um, I, I think, like, that's where I kind of, like, excel. Mm. I think that's where, like, music and artistry excels, period, uh, being vulnerable. Um, I don't be nervous to be vulnerable. Like sometimes I don't even be talking about situations that I'm in. I'm mm. talking about my man situation. I'm talking about a situation I seen on TV. Mm-hmm. Just being creative with the shit. But um, whenever I'm putting myself like in the like in the lyrics, like I'm not nervous about it because it's like you got to be vulnerable. Like people gravitate more towards yeah. you if you're vulnerable. Like I ain't gonna hold you. Like I kind of play on that. Like I know people gonna like gravitate towards your vulnerability right. so i'm like oh right, yeah sure let's do that <laughs> that's good i love that and i also feel like too like especially for black men like it's really amazing when you guys like can share your emotions mm-hmm. and allow people just to don't see. get it fucked up though like, but you know <laughs> you still you still still that nigga at the end of the day yeah <laughs> nah that's dope now you know because you're always talking about love in your music, things of that nature, like, has anyone ever come to you, like, they thought a song was about them, like, any any <laughs> drama, because I know from, when I bring my R&B people up here, they be having stories. I'll be just, 
I just try to keep everything uh copacetic and uh, calm. Yeah, calm. Like you feel me? Just know, you feel me? When it's me and you, it's me and you. That's it. Like you don't worry about nothing else. That's it. Nothing else. Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know. Something tells me that your dating life is an interesting one. Um, yeah. Tell me I'm a fun guy. <laughs> women, women love me. What James Brown's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun guy. Okay. I'm a fun guy. Nah, you feel me? We're gonna have fun over here. That's it. Now, will they get their heart broken? That's completely up to you. Like you feel me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna love you the way you' supposed to be loved. If your heart get broken, you did something. Like you had to do something. You definitely. Mm, did what's your sign? Oh, I'm a sad. What's your <gasps> sign? Me too. Oh yeah, let's bang them out. I think I think <laughs> your December tenth. December seventeenth. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, you actually give me sad energy. I do. Yeah, because I feel like fire signs are, like, outgoing. Like, they really come into the room, and they're, like, just comfortable. Like, they be themselves. Mm-hmm. So, that's dope. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you're probably our, like, second Sag that we had here. Mm-hmm. Our first guest, we had Breezy. Lynn. I would have loved to have been the yeah. first, but I will settle for second. <laughs> and now, my final question. If you could leave your supporters with mm-hmm. one thing to remember about you. What would it be and why? It's cliche, but um, I just want people to you feel me remember me for being myself, and then mm-hmm. I want to inspire you to be yourself. That's Don't important. Run around here acting like the next man or trying to do what the next man's doing. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like just be yourself. Be comfortable with being you. Like you'll get so much further in life just being yourself. Awesome. Well, I love that. I think that's advice that everyone can relate to. 100%. I just want to thank you so much for coming definitely. and talking with me. Definitely. We're going to bring you back. Nah, for sure. yeah. I'm definitely going to It, it was definitely vibe. When this little uh, cough get, get gone. So <laughs> what's going on. And lastly, can you just let everyone know where they come? Like, follow you, find you, um, all that. My Instagram is Demir, D-E-M-E-I-R dot wave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just type in Demir on all DSPs. Etc. Right. Etc. It's actually very easy to find. <laughs> yeah, for me, that's so, my name. So awesome. <laughs> well, it. thank you so much. Thank you for having me too. I appreciate you. And of God course. bless your platform. Thank you. Me. Thank you. Thank you.